And good morning, everyone. Welcome in to a brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly on this Sunday morning. So happy you're with us. My name is Steve Cashel. So happy to be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole. He is the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, one of the team physicians with the Chicago White Sox, a sports medicine specialist and orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Our website is Sports medicineweekly.com and our producer is Shane Reardon. How are you this morning, Dr. Cole? Steve, I'm doing really well. It's great to, Good. Great to be with you again. You too. Hey, um, you and I were talking earlier this week. You had an interesting uh, patient scenario. I want you to share with our audience. Yeah, I, I thought it would be interesting just to understand, um, you know, what if you think about any sort of given Monday in a, a, a sports medicine orthopedic surgeon's practice, a lot of the things that we get are, you know, individuals who are hurt over the weekend or have had recent injuries. And then there's a group of people who sort of have chronic or longstanding problems that say, you know what, I've had enough and I really, I really want to get some help. And obviously the pandemic has changed the, the dynamic of what's actually walking into the office. But I had, you know, an interesting one that I think it's important for people to sort of understand is that, you know, you know that we run sort of a transplant program, but this could be for any condition, what I'm going to tell you about. But where people lose, for example, their meniscus, which is the soft cartilage in their knee, they do fine initially, and then they subsequently get problems. And a lot of issues in orthopedics, like you remember for golf, for example, you know, it would aggravate your shoulder. The more you do, the worse you are. And there's a really interesting decision paradigm with an elite athlete. So I have a, a college kid who plays at a D1 school who uh, we're trying to make a decision. And he he actually had a meniscus taken out, played for a year, and now can't play football at the level he wishes to play. He can do it in pain, but his performance is suffering. But everything else in his life is perfect from a physical point of view. Like the guy can do everything, except when he plays and he cuts at a very high rate, he has pain that he thinks compromises his performance. And it begs the question when you're making decisions for this population, you know, what can you squeeze out of a, out of a surgery? So, you know, transplants, for example, do a really good job. If you came to me and said, look, I have my meniscus taken out. I'm, I can walk two blocks, but I get swollen, and I can predict when the weather's going to change. I'm kind of achy, and, you know, can you help me? My answer is yes, I can do so with a 75 to 85% predictability. But if you say, look, I'm perfect with everything I do, but now I'm trying to get out on the field and, and play, and I'm a running back, and I can't cut, but everything else is fine, can you do this so I can get back and do that activity with no pain or, or limited enough pain so that my performance is okay. And that's like a really big gray zone in our world. And I, I just find it fascinating when I look at the dynamic of making decisions because this is the difference between this young man's ability to maybe keep a scholarship or, or leave school early or play and he's putting himself theori theoretically at risk for a procedure, a surgical procedure that may not deliver what he's looking for because we don't do well on the edges. We do great for activities of daily living, but we get really challenged to squeeze out marginal improvement at the highest level. So I just think that's a it's a fascinating topic when you get presented with high level athletes who need something done, but the rest of their life is perfect from a physical point of view. Again, Dr. Cole, what's the downside of that? What are the risks? Yeah, I guess that's the right question to ask, and I might be more adverse than others. But I, you know, and, and on the one hand, Steve, I would say to you that. I'm most adverse to doing a procedure surgically and someone not getting the result they're looking for, you know? And I think that might be ego, that might be pride, that might be why we go into medicine and what you really go in, the basic tenet is you just want to help people and you do something and it doesn't work. You know, when, when I did your shoulder, for example, and you had a biceps problem and I know you were struggling to get back to golf, 
um, you know, you're just saying, well, look, it's taking time, whatever. I'm thinking, gosh, if he doesn't get what he's looking for, I'll be miserable. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's that kind of thing. I mean, it really, I think it depends on the physician too. So my downside threshold may be a little bit higher than others in terms of what I'm willing to gamble. And I probably spend more time talking people out of surgery than about surgery for that reason. I, that probably, you know, truth be told, differs across clinicians, you know? Interesting stuff. And, uh, Doc, one more in this segment. Uh, I want to take it to the uh, major league level here in baseball. Interesting scenario. Game seven of the National League Championship Series last Sunday. Dodgers outfielder Cody Bellinger hits a home run. They got hurt while celebrating with his teammates. You've seen it before. I've seen it before. He jumped into a teammate, smashing forearms, separating his right shoulder. He says he went into the training room. They popped it back into place. He said he's had that injury before. My question to you is, Dr. Cole, what kind of damage can you do with a separated shoulder? Well, I, I don't really understand the description, to be honest, because when you separate a shoulder, you can't just put it back in place and it's fine. You can dislocate a shoulder and put it back, and that's the ball and socket. But a separated shoulder is when the collarbone and the clavicle separates from the shoulder blade, and you get that big bump on top of the shoulder. So that's what we call a separated shoulder. So it's a little confusing as to what happened. If he was jumping around and he dislocated his shoulder and he goes back in the training room and he gets put back in place, that's a whole different thing than what, what's actually being described here. So I don't actually know what happened because the description in the media doesn't match what we see in the office. A separated shoulder is like when a guy falls on the point of his shoulder and then disrupts those ligaments and the collarbone becomes prominent and the scapula or the shoulder blade sort of descends. So you, they look kind of you know, weird because one side is higher than the other. It's actually that the shoulder blade and the arm is lower than the other, so it looks like the collarbone is, is sticking up. So that's a true separated shoulder, and truth be told, you can't just go in the training room and put it back in position. It's not going to stay there. Uh, so whatever happened, I, you know, it's it's crazy. I had a guy at University of Pittsburgh who was celebrating, and he dislocated his knee. He jumped on top of one of his other players, you know, and after a great play came down, he dislocated his knee, you know, and his career is over. So it is a little bit crazy how these random things happen. But with this one, either way, if he's had it before and it got put back in place, he's probably going to be fine. But it, it borders on a little bit almost embarrassing, I'm sure, when these things happen. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I think I think you brought up a good point, though, because it was reported in every uh, media outlet that it was a separated shoulder. I think that's what Cody Bellinger, yeah. the player, said. Yeah. But um, big difference between then a separated shoulder and a dislocated shoulder, correct? Yeah, there is. And, and if that player's perception was it got put back in place, you can go in the training room, we can manipulate it, but you can't just put a separated shoulder back in place. Once it's separated, it's that way forever, unless you do surgery. So you can, the, the flip side is you don't have to fix all these. A lot of... It, in, a, in collision sports, having a separated what we call a chromioclavicular joint, the end of the collarbone with the scapula on top, that's a pretty common injury, and most of them never need surgery, and they do fine. Great stuff. Interesting. Let's move on.